So another way that I I love to feel my way into embodiment and practice bringing heart and mind and body together is through the practice of mantra or sounding, making sound, the practice of chanting, in fact, which was a big part of my, um, you know, monastic training. It was a big kind of Dharma doorway, really, in monastic life is to um, practice chanting as a kind of meditative exercise and also as a way of kind of expressing expressing ourselves together uh, and giving voice to one's intentions, one's aspirations. And uh, when we chant mantras, mantras, mantra means something that protects the heart and mind. So for, for some people, it's an, another really helpful kind of anchor for awareness is to hold a, a sound or a word or a phrase or a sentence in, in mind and uh, have that something that we we listen inwardly to or voice externally. Anyway, I just, I thought it would be nice to uh, chant a mantra. And of course we're on Zoom and we can't all chant together, but what you can do is you can just listen to me or you can pick it up to whatever extent that you can and chant along with me. And I know we can't all hear our voices together, but you can at least resonate your voice with mine. And uh, I like to imagine that in the Devalokas or these other realms of existence that where people aren't confined by the Zoom technology, that, that there's, a, there's some beings out there who can actually hear all our voices in unison, even if we can't do that. So this may or may not be your thing. And one of the things I just taught a co-taught a chanting retreat about a, a week or so ago with my dear, dear friends and teachers, Kitty Sorrow and Tanisara. And um, what was I going to say about that? Oh, yes. One of the things that I, I think people discovered is, you know, when we when we're together in a meditation hall and we're asked to chant, we can feel very shy because we're worried about what other people are going to feel about our voice and so on. But actually, if, if you are in a space where you haven't got an audience around you, it's a golden opportunity to just let rip, just the way that I like to sing opera in my car. I can't sing at all, but I like to sing opera when I'm alone in the car. Um, and you, you, maybe this, is, this, these, this weird Zoom time is a, a way for you to get experimental with chanting. So I'm just going to chant a few rounds of the Tibetan mantra, Om Mani Padmi Hung, um, which means Om is the primordial syllable, Mani is the jewel, and Padme is the lotus, and it's homage to the jewel in the lotus. Hung is a, a heart syllable. And um, the jewel is like the jewel of wisdom or dharma and the lotus is the lotus of compassion. And this was the mantra that um, Guru Rinpoche, Padmasambhava, who brought Buddhism to Tibet, gave as a gift to the Tibetan people. It's the one that's chanted all over Tibet and has now spread throughout the, the whole world. As a, and what a, what a beautiful gift to give to a population, a mantra that kind of blossomed in the hearts of everyone has held practice widely that actually um, expresses something uh, 
so beautiful, such a beautiful aspiration. So let's do this. Let's play or do a few rounds of Om Mani Padmi Hung to end the morning. And as I do this, I like to imagine that the sound is just spreading out like there's an image in the Brahma Viharas of a somebody blowing a, a conch shell, a big shell which made a great booming sound on the top of a mountain and that the, the ripples of that sound spread out in all directions and with that uh, are wishes of kindness, goodwill, of compassion. So you can just send your wishes and your aspirations out to wherever you want them to go as we chant this few rounds of Om Mani Padmi Hung together. So you'll, you can pick it up as you, uh, as I, we go through. Om Mani Padme Hung Om Mani Padme Oh. Uh-huh.